The second big area of focus in the Replaceable Founder Framework is on managing projects. And this comes after communicating effectively. The first lever of being more replaceable. And it's, it, it's interesting when people try to skip the steps, but communication really does need to come first. And the thing is, is that communication, honestly, in, in my experience, has been 80% of the problems, at least as the frameworks I teach, like that has been 80% of the problems that we see in, in so many businesses. And it could take uh, a few days or it could take a few weeks to get communication on the right path. It's not particularly hard from a technical standpoint, a logistical standpoint. It's, it's more of a company culture kind of an issue. And people just get so used to having meetings in person or delegating ineffectively. So they really need to get that out of the way first before we can move on to managing projects. But once we do, the first accelerator of managing projects is the external brain. Now, there are several concepts, I would say, in other productivity systems and books and things that are some sort of semblance of an external brain. But for me, it's really about having a system for processing your ideas. So I want you to take a moment and think about that, right? How well do you feel like your ideas get executed, right? Like, does it never happen? It's just a bunch of jumbledy mess, or does it always happen? Or is it sort of somewhere in between? And if you don't have a system for processing your ideas, then you're really cutting yourself short. And you may think you have a process, but having a notebook, having a journal, having a, an idea capture system is not the same as having this process for processing your ideas. So the first thing to recognize is that there are essentially three states of mind when it comes to an idea. There is the idea generation itself, and that could happen anywhere, anytime. Right? You're driving in the car, you're in the shower, you're in a meeting, and you get a, a great idea for something. But then there needs to be the time when you sort those ideas. And that could be hours or even days after the ideation itself. And then you need to actually execute upon those ideas or decide not to. And that could be days or even weeks after you've gone through the sorting phase. And these three phases need to be understood, accepted, and intentionally separated out. So starting with the ideation itself, you need to be able to capture those ideas anywhere, anytime. And within 20 seconds, you never want to be more than 20 seconds away from capturing your ideas. And it's important to keep a level of flow to those ideas because, yeah, a lot of them are going to be garbage. But would you rather be holding on to that idea, filling up the space in your head, or getting it out so that it can be examined later and you might be able to actually do something with it? Now, 
the human brain is really great at coming up with ideas. It's, it's pretty bad at holding on to them. And the problem that especially entrepreneurs tend to face is that they'll get a great idea or they'll, they'll think it's a great idea in the moment. And then they'll go off on the so-called rabbit hole, the shiny object syndrome, all those fun buzzwords. But ultimately, you just end up derailing yourself. And three hours later, you realize it's not such a great idea. Or worse, you send a message to your team. You're like, hey, guys, I've got this amazing new idea. Let's get it done without really thinking it through. And then you just drive everybody crazy. So we need to capture those ideas in a way that allows us to do it quickly without much thought and move on from it very fast. Now, again, you can do this in so many different settings. You could have a notepad on your desk. You could use a smart home device and use your voice to have it create a reminder for you wherever you want that to be. You could send yourself an email. You could send yourself, you could do a voicemail to yourself, whatever it might be. You can even have a waterproof post-it notepad in your shower, as I have recommended for years. You need to have all these places to capture these ideas in a way that you can then centralize them and process them later. So for me, that processing place is Trello. And the tool doesn't matter because you can have it be wherever you want. You can have it come to you as an email digest. And you can do this through several different automations, such as with platforms like IFTTT or Zapier. And these platforms are timeless platforms, by the way. So whenever you're listening to this, these are gonna be relevant ones. I try my best not to denote specific tools because you know things change, people have different purposes, but these ones that I do mention have stood the test of time. So you can create an automation that all of them come to the same place. And if you don't want to automate it, then you know you have all these pieces of paper and you just drop them in a bin on your desk and then you decide that there is a time and place where you will actually review and go through those. Now the sorting, now for me that sorting tends to be like part of my night routine where I go into Trello and I can start looking at the cars from the day and I can see, oh, this is something that I wanted to talk to my COO about. So I'm going to assign it to her and make a comment. This is something I wanted to buy. So I'm gonna go to Amazon and buy it or I'm gonna send it to a VA to buy. This is something I needed to tell my wife about. So I'm gonna talk to her about it right now and then you know mark that done. And that's how the sorting begins to happen. And then for those bigger ideas, you can use a method and a, a worksheet, but really a framework that I call the three W's. So this is an idea that you had, you know, two in the afternoon and eight o'clock at night, let's say you get to it and you're like, damn, this is, this is really a, still a good idea. And I really want to talk to the team about implementing this or whoever it might be. Now you have to put it into a format that doesn't feel like you're just dumping things on somebody and that you've actually thought it through a little bit. And while all of these things that I'm suggesting sound like I'm slowing down your idea flow and I'm cramping your style and your creativity, trust me, in the long run, your ideas will actually come to fruition more. You'll get to see the fruits of your labor more if you just follow some level of structure. And I'm not asking you to throw away ideas. I'm just asking you to slow down a little bit. So the framework of the three W's is really interesting. It's something that I came up with that allows you to 
essentially come to an agreement between the idea generator and the idea implementer. So with the three W's, there are six boxes on the page and it starts with what is the idea? And then next to it, you say why it's, you know, interesting or important. The next box and the one after that are not to be filled out by you. So this is a unique worksheet and framework in which you actually do it with two people. So you start at the top, you say what the idea is, this is what it is, it's awesome, I wanna do this new thing, open this new location, whatever it might be, and, and the why, and this is why it matters and why it's important. And then you're done, you've said your piece, you've made your case, you hand that off to whoever that might be that's going to execute it for you or with you. And quite honestly, if you are a complete solopreneur with no team and no assistance, you should still do this, put it away, and come back to it a day or two later and you can fill out the other side of it. And what the other side, the bottom half or the bottom two thirds is the who and the when. So first we have the who and then there's a box next to it which is why. So who needs to do this? And the who may not be a person you have on your team. It may not be a person period. It may just be a set of skills that are needed to complete this task. So let's say it's a graphic designer. Okay, well, we don't have one on the team, so that's not someone on the team. We need to hire a graphic designer for this that has these particular skill sets. Why? Well, the why is because we don't have this skill set in-house in and we need these particular skill sets with this bandwidth. Or if you do have someone in-house, you still might say we need somebody else because that person doesn't have the bandwidth to do it. Fine. And then the last two boxes are when and why. And the when is, you know, yeah, this is an amazing idea. We need to jump on this right now. And that's the why. So the you know the when is now, and the why is because it's awesome. Got to strike while the pan is hot. Or it could be this is a really great idea, but it doesn't really fit with our current focus of this quarter, whatever it might be. So this is a Q3 idea, and this is why. And whether you're doing it solo or ideally doing it between two people, you basically come to a meeting of the minds, and you've agreed that this is a good idea, this is how it's gonna be implemented, and this is when it's going to be implemented. And then everybody gets on the same page just like that. And then you revisit it at the time that you've agreed you're gonna implement it, and you make it happen. And that's what the external brain is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be a way of capturing ideas into a system that has a process for actually getting them acted upon.